0: We're excited to be sponsored by Your Digital Future, a new talent agency specialising in digital training and recruitment.
1: One of the challenges we see is that finding good marketers is hard. If you don't live and breathe digital marketing, then how do you know where to find these people? What do you ask them? And are they even any good? Your Digital Future takes that off your hands as an employer. Also, if you're looking for a job in marketing, they work with progressive, candidate-focused brands nationally, so it's worth connecting with them even if you're not looking for a new role right now.
0: To find out more, visit yourdigitalfuture.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the More Than Digital Marketing podcast, a podcast about digital marketing and so much more. I'm your host, Jack, and I'm joined today by...
1: It's me,
2: Becky. I'm back. <laughs> and me, Lucy. Thanks for having me again, guys. You're back too. Yay!
1: <laughs> How exciting.
0: Christmas. So this is a very special episode because this is the first time that we're all podcasting together. Although, actually, you guys have podcasted together yes, before. Yeah.
1: But we haven't done it with you yet, Jack. And obviously, as an OG, it's a privilege to be sat next to you. Yeah. Oh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Becky, you've been doing so many recently <laughs> that you're sort of overtaking. There's a bit of a score tally going on in the office, are isn't there? How you now,
1: Becky? I have no idea. A lot. I don't count them.
0: Okay. No. I have other things to do in my (laughs) life. You're just just becoming a bit of a natural. Speaking of other things to do in your life, what have you been up to this week?
1: Uh, Lots and lots of things. So um classic december in that everyone's got holiday um obviously we don't have the last week in december because of christmas so we're trying to fit a whole month's worth of work into a couple of weeks it feels um so yeah very very busy um but in a good way i think it all feels very exciting i
0: I think the thing that makes it really hard as well is that we sort of have holidays going on within the office but then also because we're dealing with clients Clients also have their own Mm. holidays going on so you're trying to sort of work within our own holiday schedule and other people's holiday schedule and it sort of ends up being a very difficult month doesn't it?
1: Yeah Yeah. and especially for clients that are in the like consumer market um, this is probably their busiest time of year or the lead up to their busiest time of year so all of it coincides to make for long days. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah definitely I think sort of from like that sort of retail commercial side of things all the way from black friday through mm. to the end of the year is just, just manic. yeah manic is a really good way to describe it yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it definitely keeps us on our toes
2: yeah and it's good there's lots of christmas vibes in the office isn't there we've had the we've got the tree up we've got the christmas bunting up christmas yeah. jumper day is upon us yeah um so
0: we're we're actually recording this on a thursday this week which means today is our official office yeah. christmas jumper well, day well
1: it's christmas it's the day national day christmas jumper day. Oh, yeah. day. oh my goodness <laughs> so, was that planned yes <laughs> what well, a obviously. coincidence <laughs> the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's exciting um, yeah for save the children shout out to save the children yeah that's why we're all wearing the jumpers today we've all donated to be wearing them um to a really great cause
0: so. yeah i think it's worth saying as well we'll put that link in the description below um for our christmas yes. Jumper day if anyone mm-hmm. feels uh like they want to donate um that would be very much appreciated
1: yeah cool okay um so first article then should we talk about spotify I was just about to say Spotify unwrapped, oh. but it's not it's Spotify wrapped, isn't yeah, it? Spotify wrapped. Yeah. Spotify, Spotify wrapped, wrapped. With, a <laughs> with a W. Um yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they used a trick there. Yeah, they they have.
0: Have. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, tell us, Becky, what is Spotify Wrapped for anyone that doesn't use Spotify?
1: Like you, you mean? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um so basically it's Spotify. Um telling everyone what they've listened to all year who their top artists how many minutes have they spent on spotify what their top podcasts that kind of thing um they make a really big like visual deal out of it um so it's really kind of designed um it appears through the spotify app but they've made it um like socially shareable so you can show your friends compare with your friends how many minutes you've listened to um who your top artists are, that kind of thing, um, and put it onto Instagram, etc. as well.
0: It's it's such a great idea, I think. It's definitely something they've been doing for years now, isn't it? Yes. Um, it's probably, getting more popular though, I think. Yeah. yeah, and obviously there are lots of copycats as well because it is such a good idea. What is it, that um imitation is the highest form of flattery. Mm. The fact that so many people think it's a good idea. That yeah. so many things that operate as services do it. So Yes um not even just music I think um you know video games and stuff also sort of start to do things like that so people that play a game for like the whole year who are playing with friends and things
1: (laughs) I wouldn't want to know those stats yeah they're probably yeah
0: (laughs) but people do like seeing those stats especially if they're you know in kind of like a social capacity to see like who's the person that you spent the most time with online and stuff like that to be able to like send them and say like oh look we're bros for life Mm. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's really Hashtag I love seeing what the people have listened to, especially if, like we were saying, if people have got favourite or shared genres which you like, and you can sort of pick and choose the artists which they've listened to all year. And you think, oh, okay, I've discovered a new one, and things like that. It's mm-hmm. a really great way of discovering new artists. And I think the day Spotify Wrapped came out, my Instagram was just full of people sharing their Spotify Wrapped. Yeah. Um, and you were saying you've found new podcasts from other people. Yes, you've seen. I have.
1: So yeah, my top podcasts um, and again, this whole like shareable um, element of it, the people who make those podcasts have been sharing how many minutes people have listened to their podcast and that kind of thing, which then allows you to see. Um, what other podcasts people have been listening to who listened to that one um, so yeah definitely been discovering new things have you listen to um, more
2: podcasts and music do you think is that what you use Spotify oh yeah for definitely
1: for? like yeah.
0: 100% what was your second most popular podcast
1: Second most popular. Well, I guess more than this marketing (laughs) would have been your most popular (laughs) one. Um, We we haven't done enough episodes, guys, for it to have been my top one, because I would have had to listen to (laughs) each one, like, five times over to beat the minutes that I listened to um, Parenting Hell from Josh Widdicombe and Rob Becker. There we go. That was my top podcast. Um, And my top artist was the Tay-Tay. Very nice.
2: Yeah, I think you're... In a big group of people whose top artists were taylor swift in
0: yeah fairness, she had a new album that came out like a month ago and that shot to the top of everyone's yeah. albums because they were listening to that on repeat so i don't know why you couldn't were listen, you listening to that Martin? on repeat i have been listening to it a lot recently yeah. <laughs> but she didn't she didn't creep into my top artist so so yeah we were saying um that i don't use spotify so i use apple music and yeah they also do a replay i think it's called a replay for the year okay um replay 2022 this year and yeah, they copied Spotify straight up. And yep. and yeah, it's it's just it does exactly the same thing. The only thing it does differently is that it doesn't tell you podcasts because Apple do podcasts in a different app. Um and yeah, I think it's a really fun thing to do, but obviously they just ripped off Spotify.
1: Hmm. <laughs> well, I I don't know whether you can use the term ripped off, Jack. Rapped off? <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you feel about the data element of it the fact that all of that data is there and put in front of you and
2: yeah see I'm not a big fan of like targeted ads and stuff like that I always reject cookies as I think I've said on previous um, Mm -hmm. episodes but I really like the this element of sort of data capture because I love finding new artists and when you sort of get Other artists you might like, or I love the song, the radio element of Spotify, you know, and you sort of go to song radio and it can suggest other artists and songs. So I love the Spotify rap bit. That's sort of the one thing of, you know, like I said, data capture, which I really like because it can help and sort of show me other artists and what I like to listen to.
0: I guess from a data perspective, what would you think they would be using that data for? yeah it's not like people now know that becky loves taylor swift and it means that she's more open to marketing in like some particular capacity you know you're not gonna suddenly it's
2: only beneficial
1: to you isn't it like completely i don't know that i agree i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) um so obviously you can make certain like um judgments about people or assumptions i reckon with the type of music that they listen to so like yours lucy for example like you're very typical of a female your age in yeah. terms of your music in that it's all indie. Yeah. I was going to um, say gangster rap. <laughs> the office loves
2: it. Don't yeah. you, don't you
1: know? um, and then therefore you could be bucketed into certain things True. and then be shown certain things mm. or like push down certain routes on certain websites if they sold your data or whatever. Um, and I, again, I have said this in previous weeks, I don't think that's a problem for people like us where we're not like a underrepresented group necessarily or like a prejudice against group um but i can definitely see how someone could be slightly nervous to be put into a certain group because of who they are and what might kind of come back to them because of that
0: yeah i guess a follow-up question is you can't necessarily opt out of the spotify Wrapped, can you
2: no it appears with. i guess you have to click on it but yeah and then you get all your top songs sort of mm-hmm. in a list, in a playlist as well. And I've still got my top songs from, you know, 2018 onwards. Yeah. Which yeah, I still yeah. listen to because they're the same as every year. So. Yeah. <laughs> the classics. <laughs> the classics. Passengers. 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 Find <laughs> what
0: you
1: like and stick to it. Yeah. Lucy, indie, you and then insert.
0: <laughs> so I guess a good question is, sort of with, with all the Spotify wrapped and Apple music replays etc like how could potential clients be making some sort of use of that i think there are some definitely some interesting ways to use this
1: yeah, I think I mean you had a good idea, Jack. Um, um you can get to that in a moment. Let me just talk about <laughs> LinkedIn quickly. Um, you, can, you can take my so, good ideas and No no them I'm not I'm end. not going to take it. You can explain it. Um but yeah, I think on LinkedIn where what we were saying about imitation, there's been a lot of um copycat posts where people have taken kind of the um outline of Spotify wraps and what it visually looks like and then pasted something on top of it. So especially in our space, there have been lots around um marketeers saying like oh you know this year I've replied to 30,000 client emails and I've been to this many meetings that should have been an email or just trying to put humor into it you know Mm -hmm. um but I don't think that's necessarily that original Mm -hmm. um whereas Jack I do think your idea is actually quite original so now, I, now I can't remember what it actually was <laughs> <laughs>
0: was it yeah. the idea about taking uh, everyone's favorite artists yeah, and yeah. favorite albums and putting them into a playlist and sharing them within yeah. the office and then yeah okay it was that idea yeah so and you could share that
1: spotify <laughs> playlist on uh, linkedin or something and you could mm-hmm. say to everyone like do you want to get to know optics a bit better here's our optics wrapped and then it's everyone's top five songs all in a big playlist yeah that would be really cool.
2: Yeah, we should do that for next year. Actually, just sort of an end of year recap, and then do one. A I mean, next
1: year. we could do that this year, Lucy. Yeah,
0: we're we're still. It's not Christmas oh, tomorrow. We're, like eight we're eight not there yet.
1: <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> um, you did say you were looking for something to do, didn't you? Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> all the time in the world. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, well, vo- volunteered.
1: Yeah, it's
2: fantastic, brilliant,
1: great idea, Jack.
0: <laughs> no, you're welcome.
1: Um. So, do you think? Uh, well d- does anyone know so the last thing to say about this Spotify wrapped is that in the article that we read on Digi Day about this um, they talked about uh, the metaverse which is obviously our favourite topic um, well aside from Twitter that'll, I don't know up the two. Um, <laughs> to make like a wrapped experience in Roblox do you know anything about this Jack? Um,
0: only from what I read uh, the article that we shared I think it's, it's again just tri- people People, businesses, trying to think of ways to incorporate existing ideas into the metaverse. So wrapped is something that everyone kind of is used to now. It's not a new thing that's happening this year. And we're all sort of talking about it. It's more that it's an old friend that's come to visit again this, this mm. time of year. And it's just trying to find another way to sort of make it new and interesting. And I guess that it's something that could probably be said for like a wider sort of scope of things in, this, in the sense of just taking old ideas and trying to turn them into something new and making them a bit more relevant
1: yeah i think it's interesting that some something like spotify which is so mainstream so obviously the metaverse has kind of come from a place of like tech people hasn't it um but yeah spotify being so mainstream looking at roblox and the metaverse as a new channel for potential marketing for them i think is really really interesting um and something that i'm sure 2023 will bring lots more different metaverse experiences.
0: Yeah, it's it's never going to stop. No. <laughs> but but it is definitely something that I don't want to go into Roblox in the metaverse to <laughs> you <laughs> right with this this chest, but um I do think that the metaverse is something that definitely the younger generation are going to be able to get their head around more um because in the office um members of staff who have slightly older children spend a lot of time on roadblocks like building things just in their spare time just for fun yeah, yeah and whereas we we're sort of like so busy that we can't even get our heads around it yeah um so yeah i think it's just gonna be a really interesting thing and it's gonna build year on year with more people having their hands on it and being able to understand what it is and actually what to do with it
1: yeah so i mean when we first talked about the metaverse i was trying to apply it to like something in my own life so online shopping for clothes i don't really like online shopping for clothes because it doesn't feel like going into a shop so when you go in a shop um you kind of browse and there's not like a t-shirt section or like j- yeah. a jeans section it's it's just the shops like all arranged randomly isn't it really yeah. um i think this is less so in men's shops actually jack but
0: don't know don't don't go shopping very often
1: still wearing my jumper from 10 years ago yeah this is Um, this is a
0: six-year-old christmas jumper (laughs)
1: Uh, mine mine i was just saying in the office mine is 10 years old i got this when i was at uni so and i'm old now so (laughs) anyway um so yeah i was trying to apply the metaverse to online shopping in my mind and i was thinking you know what i could actually get on board with that i think because like walking into a virtual mall mall shopping center yes, yeah. um <laughs> and <laughs> do you like, do you
0: actively try to mispronounce something every week
1: no <laughs> <laughs> it's just my thing it's not <laughs> my brand right? <laughs> um <clears throat> no it's just because i don't say these words very often i think right um <laughs> or you're
0: from bristol mal right
1: yeah the mal Chris yeah. i am from bristol <laughs> I've, I've, that was where I grew up so in schools, right? um, Anyway, I'm sorry, everyone. What I'm trying to say is that going into a shopping centre and walking into shops virtually and being able to like walk round the shop and look at all the stuff, I think I would probably buy more than I would mm-hmm. online shopping. Because when you're online shopping, you have to go on and be like, I'm looking for a top, and then look at all the tops. Yep. And I find that really annoying. Um, so anyway, that was a couple of months ago when we were first talking about that, and I was trying to wrap my head around the metaverse in that way. Um, and then, and again, Jack, I talk every week about the crap I watch on Netflix, and <laughs> this is another example. So, season two of My Unorthodox Life has just come out, which is fantastic. If no one's watched it, by the way, um, it's about a woman who left um, an Orthodox Jew um, oh, community. I saw the first of that. And yeah, now she's like the CEO of a modeling agency in New York. So like literally her life could not be more different to how it used to be. Um, and literally she only left the community like four years ago, five years ago, something like that. Um, so she's quite new into her new life. Um, and yeah, it's very, very interesting, but it's very kind of Kardashian's reality. So warning if no one likes that. Don't worry What well, is that a trigger warning. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, they just lost their modeling agency. And then because they're very kind of entrepreneurial and that kind of thing, they're all sat mm-hmm. saying, what do we do as our next business? And they are trying to set up a metaverse shopping mall. That's impressive, they've been listening to my podcast, they've, they've heard you. Um, no, it was actually filmed in like February, March, it said on the episode, so they had the idea before I did, oh. but never mind. Um, and yeah, I think it's really interesting that so they're like a family of like you wouldn't look at them, and this is so, um, a, such a sweeping statement, but you wouldn't look at them and think, Oh, yeah, they'll be into technology, they'll be the ones that create mm. the next technological advance um in this space um but yeah i'm i'm really interested to see what they do with it and whether anything else comes out the back of it it's called Heartverse verse because their Heartless. surnames their surnames heart oh, nice. very good um i wouldn't
0: say i would say it wouldn't be the optics podcast without a sweeping generalization so i wouldn't, wouldn't worry <laughs> about that parcel. yeah um so moving from netflix to youtube and and videos online yeah um it wasn't necessarily an article that I saw, but it was a, a YouTube video that I actually watched. It was a YouTube video from Forbes that was talking about a YouTuber called MrBeast, who is, they. the article or the, the video was about him potentially becoming the first YouTube billionaire. Um, and I wanted to first throw the question out to ask, do you know or have you heard of MrBeast?
1: No,
2: I hadn't until I did a bit of research yesterday. I haven't actually watched any of his videos yet. But just judging by some of the titles of, you know, being buried alive and 50 days stuck in a, in solitary confinement and stuff like that, they seem quite, I don't know, catchy in a way. And there's got mil- hundreds click of click baity. Yeah. yeah. Very clickbaity. Mm. So obviously.
0: being very transparent, I've never really watched, uh, probably I have like over the course of the, you know, every so often. Isn't that scary like...
1: though? That there is someone who's about to be the first billionaire YouTube person and none, none of the three of us have no. like consciously known who he was. No.
0: I'd say it's because, again, sort of Lucy, what you were saying—that's really clickbaity. Mm-hmm. Like when I see videos like that, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, no. it's not my
2: usual like genre of YouTube stuff I would look at anyway. Yeah, I just don't—I
1: don't spend yeah. any time on YouTube.
0: But I thought so. I probably spend the most time of any channel. Like yesterday, I was watching you YouTube. Know? Yeah, I watch YouTube on on TV at home. So that's how I picked up this yeah. video because it like came up on my sort of recommended. Um, but slightly more highbrow because it was from Forbes, not from Mister Beast. <laughs> <His disclaimer>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, this video, I thought it wasn't necessarily the whole side of the like he's about to become a billionaire, like that's great, you know, good for him. But it was an interview with him, and he was talking about sort of his approach to content mm. that I thought was really interesting. And he sort of said that he's been doing this for years now, and he sort of would he spent ten hours plus every day on YouTube looking at the videos looking at the algorithm trying to learn more about like what the algorithm was and right. like really like he said that he really likes the algorithm rhythm and it, it, he really likes the fact that it will show people what they like and so his approach to content started to become creating things that he knew that people would like so that almost like mass appeal so it would appeal to the widest group of people so that slowly his his videos were just getting tens of thousands of views because it was just something that everyone was going to be interested in mm-hmm. um and like you said Lucy super clickbaity but yep. it's kind of working for him and that's yeah. kind of like how he's being able to get to that point mm-hmm. and yeah i just thought kind of like just from at least from my perspective i thought it was really interesting that it was just delivering people what you expect that they actually want to see is kind of like that
1: well that's like classic content creation yeah absolutely it? like with our clients that's what we're trying to do we're we're looking at who are their audience what do they want to be reading and then how can we create that for them
0: yeah definitely and i i thought that this was just a really great sort of like mm. reinforcement of that of like the biggest youtuber yeah. that's about to become like a <laughs> billionaire he's literally said give the people what they want <laughs> yeah and yeah. they'll watch it and and I just thought, especially kind of like in this sort of forum and talking to clients, just that's that's you know there's no sort of secret beyond that. It's mm-hmm. just know your audience and know what they're looking for.
2: Yeah, definitely. And he's only like 23, I think, 22 or 23. Yeah, he's young. So very impressive at that age to be a billionaire. <laughs> he's not there
0: yet. He's not there you, yet. You've got to you gotta watch. Than I am. Yeah, you got to watch some of those videos. <laughs> just a little, that bit, just, just
2: watch. a little bit closer. <laughs> watch this space.
0: Yep, there's still time, Lucy. Yeah, when I? we
2: get sponsored by the podcast, you know. Who do we want to be sponsored by? Off menu? Any ah, sort of podcast? Anyone, Lucy. Anyone, please.
1: <laughs> Someone tell us they're listening to this. <laughs> we
0: we are sponsored though, don't forget.
1: <laughs> Sorry, yes, we are, by your digital future. That is true.
0: Great. Um <laughs> so before we stop dead in our tracks <laughs> Um Going from the biggest YouTuber to YouTube Shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, Becky I believe this is one of your articles not to throw you into it
1: that's fine throw me into <laughs> it um, it's all it's again it's just this it's this TikTok um, mm. comparison isn't it so yeah, um, yeah everyone is trying to um, be savvy about the fact that TikTok just continues to grow um, and doesn't look like it's going to be slowing down at any point point. Um, and I think this is really interesting because so this article which was off Marketing Brew um, was about how advertisers are approaching YouTube shorts so no not just necessarily content um, creators and how they're creating short-form content on YouTube Shorts to kind of rival TikTok. Um, But this is about, yeah, advertisers and how brands can get themselves onto YouTube Shorts. Um, So at the moment, um, it... uh, What does this article say? I'm just double-checking for everyone listening, sorry. I just... Um, I'll jump in quickly because one thing
0: I took away from the article was the incredibly sassy first sentence oh, go on then.
1: Read which out. was
0: like america's attention span videos on social platforms are getting shorter
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah my first thoughts were maybe this wasn't written by an american but...
1: yeah possibly anyway sorry to interrupt <laughs> no that. no that's fine um so yeah when they were looking at the comparison between tiktok and youtube so um tiktok is estimated in 2022 uh, to make 10 billion from ad revenue um I'll just make a little Twitter joke here. Looks like Elon Musk should be having a chat with them about how they're doing it. Because um, <laughs> he won't be making anywhere near he that might be amount listening. this year. He might be, you know, ready to... <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be great. Let's um, get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our first guest yeah. is Elon <laughs> Musk. <laughs> you help him out? He's um, really in a bit of a dire situation at the minute. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Um, But then... <laughs> um youtube in comparison um so and this is again the article being a little bit sassy um it said that um youtube only made 7 billion in q3 of 2022 so youtube is going to make more obviously, Mm. over the whole year than TikTok in ad revenue. Um, But it is interesting that they're kind of responding to the success of TikTok and trying to pivot how their ad platform works um, via Shorts. And you can advertise on Shorts via Performance Max, which I thought was really interesting, um, because that is something that we're looking into Mm. for quite a lot of our clients at the moment. Um, And obviously, it's all based on machine learning. So the fact that obviously the TikTok algorithm and everything, that's very kind of learned, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it looks like um, ads are going to be um, served in a more machine learning way going forward too.
0: I don't think we've ever talked necessarily about how the algorithms work. Not that anyone here do you is... Know? Not necessarily, <laughs> but I've I've heard rumors of how they sort of try to do it in the sense that they'll be showing you videos they know that you'll like, and then they'll also show you videos they know you won't like, so that it sort of like helps to build a more accurate picture of like, oh, exactly. he really doesn't like this versus oh right. really likes that. So it's like, 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 don't like so that you're sort of like keep engaged. Be like, oh, no, I don't want to see that. And so it like keeps you sort of like more engaged because it's sort of showing you things that you're like, oh, I like this, like this, like, this. Oh, don't like that. And then you sort of like yeah. repeat that sort of cycle. Um, so, yeah interesting at least. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't like the idea of all of this. I don't want to think but that do there's you, an algorithm like managing my behavior.
0: Because because you said that you don't necessarily watch YouTube, I guess that means that you don't engage with YouTube shorts no. either.
1: All of my knowledge about this comes from the fact that I watch TikTok.
0: Interesting. I think, yeah, YouTube obviously are making a really, really big push mm-hmm. for shorts to the point that, when you load youtube now like the first first rows videos second rows shorts i think okay. so like literally on the home page that's one of the first things that you see
1: how um, long is a short is it the same as tiktok
0: up to a minute i think like most okay. of them tend to be like at least the ones that i see are 30 seconds to a minute and they are like i really enjoy them mm. but i much prefer long form content on youtube because yeah, I, I tend to okay. watch it on an on my tv yeah so i'm not gonna just sit there on my tv watching like yeah. 30 second <laughs> clips um yeah. But like I, I really get the appeal of TikTok and YouTube. Like if you're commuting, you know, yeah, on mobile, y- mm-hmm. you've got five minutes. You're waiting for the tube or bus or whatever, friend to come and meet you, and you're just like mm-hmm. video, 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 video. Oh, they're here! Great.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading an article from HubSpot yesterday I think about the 2023 marketing trends so unsurprisingly video marketing (laughs) is on there for you know probably the second third year in a row probably Um, more than that sort of more specifically made its like Mm. debut I guess in terms of it how showing how important it is as a platform for marketing like next year I feel like maybe it was sort of up and coming a bit more and I feel like this year it's just absolutely exploded
1: yeah I think as a TikTok kind of consumer um, I'm definitely noticing that there are more adverts on there now Mm. so Um, because it's very kind of that short attention span thing you're literally just there like scrolling with your thumb and yeah as you're scrolling ads just come up and they they look exactly like the normal videos they've just got a little like sponsored tag or something like that on the bottom left um and yeah there's definitely more of those than there used to be
2: yeah yeah, I've noticed just a mini segue off through like Instagram when you're thinking mm. through people's stories. Instead of going from story to story, you now get sort of quite a few ads, ads in between. In. And again, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Or it looks like it's going to be a story and you can swipe through it and think, oh, and I literally this morning I clicked on one thinking, oh, I could get what it is for my sister's birthday. And I was like, damn it, I've clicked on it. Now it knows I'm interested. I'll keep getting served this. But like they just pop up and mm. yeah, they're everywhere now, aren't they?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Are we done on that topic? Yeah, I think I no think we've covered comments. everything. Fantastic. No, happy with that. <laughs> um okay so on to Amazon then we're doing like a little round of all the top all the big giants top yeah. aren't we um so yeah, we'll,
0: we'll be on this list soon <laughs> <laughs>
1: fantastic <laughs> um so yeah this uh um this article was from Gizmodo um Luke will be so upset he missed this he loves that doesn't he
0: well he loves he loves anything to do with ads and this is definitely all about ads
1: <laughs> um so this is that Amazon makes more money from adverts than they do um, from the whole of their prime offering. I,
0: so, I have a quick question. Are you on. surprised by that?
1: Um yes. Yeah,
2: I would be surprised by that.
0: Really? Yeah. I just like ads are ads are so lucrative. Like yeah. especially I don't want to talk about Twitter because we're sort of we've done we've done Twitter. Yeah. You know, let's get Elon on, we could talk about Twitter, but <laughs> um Yeah I just I I do find that I'm like, yeah, okay. Ads, ads make a lot of money for businesses, especially mm-hmm. if you have a platform that is like the second largest search network mm. beyond google and it's just like put ads all over it and like you're going to be making tons of money and yeah every every customer probably like i don't know what the figures are it IG. probably says it here <laughs> go on enlighten us what are the figures for, um, for Prime?
1: so actually yeah saying are you surprised um the figures are actually very um similar That. Um, ads like just pipped prime but yeah so amazon made 36 billion dollars from ads um and 34 billion from subscriptions um and i think whenever i think prime i just i just think about the delivery service of it but obviously prime includes so many other things Mm -hmm. um so it's the video side as well um there is other things
0: are you are you a prime subscriber
1: Super- Very mm-hmm. different. Are yeah, no. you a prime subscriber? Um, yes, I'm a prime subscriber.
0: Lucy?
2: Uh My dad is, so I just use his account. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> Thanks, dad. Amazon don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, we are as of well, it. But- yeah, they do lots of different servers. But I think the main two that people think about are the delivery and the video, yeah. um, and I think a lot of people signed up originally because it was like, Oh, free subscription or not free delivery. Free delivery yeah. yeah. Delivery, and then delivery. and then, like off the back of it, it was kind of like, Oh, did you know that you also get access to videos mm-hmm. through this? Mm-hmm. And that that sort of like that was the initial way it was kind of framed. But it's now grown to like, Almost half and half where a lot of people enjoy the videos and there are a lot of great shows. Um I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. There's a I've really, watched.
1: really nice new Christmas film on Amazon. What's it called? Your Christmas or Mine. Oh. so the definitely yeah. Definitely yeah. recommend. We should
0: put it on in the office.
1: Um it's written by Tom Parry, the comedian. Um so yeah, it's nice. got like a really nice humorous tone. Um, and the lead uh male in it i can't remember who the lead female is this so bad um but the the lead male is the guy out of sex education um Uh, okay asa butterfield is that his name i thought you were gonna Um, say ryan reynolds in which case yes
2: going straight on the watch list (laughs) he's
0: he's in the new apple film is he yeah with will ferrell i can't remember what it's called don't
1: like will ferrell sorry (laughs) okay anyway
0: i'm just saying that's a thing
1: yeah Um yeah, so sorry, back to Amazon for oh, that yep. small yep. little detour. Yep. Um so uh yeah, Amazon is the third biggest seller of digital advertising in the US. Um so above them is only Google and Meta. Like mm. that's that's massive, isn't yep. it?
0: But then I think that's what's more surprising from that is how big their subscriptions are then. Yeah. Like in terms of how valuable their mm. subscription service is because before we started talking about the fact that it was thirty six billion for ads versus thirty-four billion for subscriptions. I actually thought, would have thought that it would be much more different mm-hmm. than that.
1: So you think it would be much higher for ads? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, um. yeah, it just goes to show just how important their subscription service is to them. If they're sort of like almost one for one yeah. in terms of yeah. ads versus subscriptions.
1: Um, I would say that their subscription service is absolutely a loss leader though. It must be in terms of like the money that they get from it. So if you think like with Prime how many things do you order on Prime? Like I I quite often will go, oh, I wonder if I can get that on Amazon because of my Prime delivery. Yep. So where I might have bought it somewhere else, I'll buy it on Amazon mm-hmm. because I can get it delivered quickly. And in my head, it's free. Obviously, yeah. it's not because I'm yeah. paying for it.
0: But when You say it's a loss leader, but I mean, it, you're doing that. And then everyone else is doing that because I do that as well. Yeah, and but if you
1: think about how much delivery costs... So, as in, if you were to buy things from other places, you pay a delivery fee for everything you buy, don't you? Mm. So, the fact that... And, you know, like, when you see the Amazon van arrive on on my estate, like, they literally stop at, like, every three houses. Oh, yeah. Like, it is, they spend ages on my estate. I'm yeah, sure they do but it then again,
0: estate. that sort of probably speaks to the fact that they're running it quite efficiently. Efficiently. Mm. So, but also... These poor drivers are sort of like really put through hell to oh, sort of yeah, make their delivery schedule. So again, they get paid like know. per drop, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Like how many drops they make? So I don't necessarily think it is a loss leader because they're sort of like really working mm. people to the bone to like make sure that they're that it is profitable. Yeah. So it is like kind of a nasty sort of thing, and yeah, I think there is something to be said about being very mindful about how we use Amazon because I don't necessarily think it's the best way to do our shopping. But yeah. unfortunately, we I, have I the apologize. subscription <laughs> that we're paying. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I apologize to every Amazon driver out there that has to go around Becky's estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You just, <laughs> you, just open, you just
1: open your front door and they've already got back in the van yeah and exactly. they're driving off going see you love and then they're off
0: <laughs> really i i don't get that they're already gone yeah. i'm, I'm <laughs> like waving trying to say thank you and they're, they're just like down
1: your fence to you think probably yeah <laughs>
0: in a rush to throw parcels over yep. the fence yeah
1: <laughs> Um, no I do I do agree with you though so in terms of like um, Christmas presents for example this year I've made a real effort to purchase from like small local suppliers and things like that Um, but yeah I really do battle with myself just about the ease of Amazon and the speed and a lot of the
2: time it's the products on there are cheaper like I deliberately didn't use Amazon I think I paid £10 more you know to support a small business but still when the ease of that is it's cheaper and Mm -hmm. it's next day delivery Mm -hmm. it is quite hard to say no to that Yeah. yeah
0: And I think it's the the hardest thing is that, yes, you know it's great that we're being mindful, but then there are so many people that aren't. Yeah. and yeah. that you know it's it's a real sort of culture shift almost, mm-hmm. that everyone kind of has to retrain themselves away from you know ease of use, etc, to sort of like being a bit more mindful of, yeah, local yeah. suppliers, local businesses, because yeah, they are quite damaging. Definitely. to local communities
2: although it would really help if the Royal Mail could stop striking
0: just yeah. for Christmas yeah okay. exactly
1: I'm I, can't, I can't even talk about how many Black Friday parcels I still have not received oh really oh dear yeah it's not great that <laughs>
0: new 50 inch TV Becky that yeah. you <laughs> wanted
1: no it's things it's things that I bought from small businesses to buy for Christmas presents <laughs> and they're still not <laughs> here and they're still not here oh, no. um, I'm, obviously we've still got time it's fine because I was organised I bought them ahead but, um, but yes still waiting for Royal Mail to deliver me my stuff yeah um so um
0: so round closing thoughts on amazon adverts on well i think amazon in general was yeah don't use amazon if you can avoid it (laughs) and then yes ads and amazon was um i think there's a really interesting thing to say here in terms of we don't really tend to think of amazon as an ads platform Mm. um so yeah there's definitely something to be said for advertising do true
1: um, but yeah, we, we don't consider it necessarily when we're looking at like, um, a suite of channels for our clients, do we? We yeah. really don't really include Amazon. Um, and I mean, to be fair, the kind of retail clients that we were with would not be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, lots of people do use it. Um, for adverts and i think and even in this article they were saying about like you know have you noticed that when you search something on amazon now like all of the top ones are sponsored and yeah. then as you scroll down loads of them are sponsored items and things mm-hmm. like that um so i'm definitely noticing more adverts on amazon than before i think yeah i'd agree with that okay
0: and as you've as you like to come around to you don't like ads especially not tailored ads <laughs> um so.
1: well well yeah well <laughs> so in, in I, I know in well I and, yeah well, you're well, trying let's... to wrap this up
0: I, I broke becky um, <laughs> She's not
1: functioning. Um, in in the list of of items though i do see a product that is sponsored and automatically trust it less that it's going to be good interesting i so, don't know
0: when i'm looking for something specific though and it comes up as a sponsored um you know some a sponsored product on amazon and it's the price i expect it to be and it's also prime i normally just buy it
1: Do no, you? I, so <laughs> I so consciously look at it and i'm like i'm like no that's sponsored why are they sponsoring it because they they you know they, they can't get it to naturally appear because it's good so they, they've paid for it to be there and that means it's bad
0: or it's so good that they can they they sort of built up over yeah, time. Yeah, I understand and the logic. of All right, there. well, whether I'm glad I don't have to spend.
1: Just my this. brain just doesn't work like that. I just look at the reviews straight away
2: if it's got like thousands of views. Yes. And five Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, as okay, many with it. the with the stars as yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah when yeah. there's like
2: three, uh, three and a half stars, you're like, mm, sponsored or not? It's different yeah, from
0: me. But then there's also that whole other sort of side of people buying reviews, etc. So you yeah. can never really and trust God, that just either. Don't
1: trust
2: reviews for you. Don't trust anything.
1: Basically,
0: yeah. Go with your go with your gut. Um, So moving from the the second or third biggest search engine to the first, uh, Google has introduced a really interesting new feature. It's something that they've been talking about, something they actually do on mobile at the moment. Um, But yeah, in search results in the US, they've now introduced what they call continuous scroll um, in search engine results. So if you search for something in the US on a desktop, and you start to scroll down the page Mm -hmm. page two page three etc doesn't exist uh in the same way that it did now what happens is when you reach the bottom of the page where you would normally choose page two it just keeps going and
1: but assuming that it doesn't load the entire thing it will be one of those um i can't remember what it's called but when you hit the bottom it like Mm. loads the next lot yeah what is that called it's called like oh i don't know there's like an (laughs) e-commerce term for that that is part of my old life that I can't remember um but anyway yes, yeah, um, so it's on the tip of my tongue I can't remember <laughs> oh, yeah. lazy load. yes there you yeah, go Yeah, lazy load. thank you Lucy no well done um <laughs> <laughs> so um we'll, yeah. we'll
0: edit that out so Becky lazy load <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah so assuming assuming it's going to be like that so obviously at the moment like when you look at um SEMrush SEMrush what do you say by the way I call it me SEMrush. and Thomas fight about this
0: SEMrush what
2: do okay.
1: you call it I also call it SEMrush, but I get in in trouble for doing that. Thomas wants to call it SEMrush.
0: I think that they have officially said that it's SEMrush. Oh,
1: interesting. Let's inform Thomas later. I think he knows. Um, (laughs) So um, maybe he's just trying to get on my nerves. Um, So, um, yeah, when you look at SEMrush, um, it's showing you like impressions of your... um, listings on google isn't it based on like has someone clicked on page two and then therefore Mm. your impression counts because you're on that page so that won't really change surely when it's lazy load because all it does is it's automatically loading page two when you get to the bottom really mm.
0: I think it's more that there was kind of this stigma where people would just like look at the first page they can't be bothered to click to page two and so they would sure. look within those search results whereas now everyone's a bit more used to just sort of like I'm mm. doing this with my finger like I'm scrolling but <laughs> I'm, I'm on a computer yeah. in this instance but you get the idea that people are just sort of like scrolling through the pages and you get to the end and it loads and you just keep going and it loads and you keep going and yeah and I was doing that this morning actually because I was looking at something on Google and so it's already been rolled out for mobile and yeah you just keep going and what this is going to likely result in is yes it's so important still to be in that first you know first result is always what we're trying to get Mm. featured snippet even better um you know two three that's great but the further down the page you are obviously the less likely it is you're going to receive a click yeah that being said being on page two or even on page, page three now isn't mm. as big a problem yeah because you um, don't have to
1: actively click to get there it's yeah exactly um i do wonder whether this is um a response from google around so voice of well voice search is probably less important now um than it was a couple of years ago and everyone thought that was going to be the next big thing didn't they but i don't think it necessarily took off um and we're now moving into the world of visual search so like google lens and things like that yeah
0: i do there is something that is overlooked kind of like with the or the voice search but also with like google home and Alexa's and home pods that they are a really really great device for people who are visually impaired. Yes. So so it's just it's a huge sort of corner of the market that's sort of opened up that's been adopted by everyone and because it's mm-hmm. been so readily adopted it's mean it's meant that it's been much sort of more accessible to people who need devices like that. Yeah. Um so Yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with that point. Isn't it? Isn't it great?
1: (laughs) Um, No, yeah, voice search definitely. But it's and yes, it serves its purpose for those communities and for like people who don't necessarily have access to tech or um, like you know understand how to use it that kind of thing. Like I know that there are particularly lots of elderly people whose families have bought them Alexas Mm -hmm. to kind of keep in touch with them or like you know if they want to find out what the weather's going to be, they can just ask Alexa rather than battle with the computer. so um yeah no definitely voice search has its purpose but i don't think it's um evolved to the masses like they thought it might quick, um quick question yeah
0: do either of you use alexas
1: yeah no
2: i do i've got one in my room which am i use every
0: day am i right in thinking that they just every other thing it says to you is an ad
2: it depends if well i don't use amazon music in which case the ads are I think more fr- they more what? frequently appear there. I, I was going to say, are you just
0: getting ads for what music? Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: I just use Spotify and because it's premium. I don't get as many ads because um, that's literally what I use it for, really. I don't kind of use it for all the common other things of add this to my shopping list and call mm-hmm. this person, stuff like that. So... personally no but I do use my Alexa every single day
0: yeah I've had a lot of people complaining that that's the main thing that they don't like about Alexa that every other thing that Alexa says to you is buy this add this to your shopping list so kind of like to loop back to our Amazon chat (laughs) stop it
1: we're trying to move away from Amazon it's (laughs) it's it's not
0: surprising that the ads are so uh yeah such a such a big money spinner for them if yeah. it, if Alexa is constantly trying to peddle things
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i think i want to just finish off by talking about visual search yeah um, go for because it. this is something that it's really new to me and i know that um matt's not here which is sad for him but he loves google lens mm. um and obviously our seo queen crystal carter Optics alumni um, now working at Wix um, her big kind of push at the moment is around visual search and she's looking at kind of how you can do SEO for visual search so um obviously the kind of old school visual search would be like google images i suppose um and then yeah moving into things like google lens and that kind of thing um how can you optimize your content and optimize your site for the future which she believes is visual search um do either of you use visual search
0: only with my eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Should
2: we finish the podcast yeah. then? <laughs> <laughs> After that insightful point of jam, we're going to wrap it up yeah. um, No, I don't personally, but I was speaking t- um, to my mum about using it, actually, and she thinks it's going to be something that she really gets on board with. Okay. Um, just because she prefers to sort of see things and, like, I think it will just be a really good tool to use. I know Matt was saying like when he goes when you go abroad, it's a good thing to sort mm-hmm. of like translation wise, mm-hmm. um, which from a linguist point of view is a bit sad because you know my language skills might not be used anymore. Um, Every, everyone's
0: jobs are going yeah. to, to yeah, machines. Going to don't don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. Um, <laughs> just enjoy I, it. Enjoy it whilst yeah. it lasts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I do think it will be a really good thing to use in the future, especially. Um,
1: but it's not something I've used thus far. Um, so I am trying to like with the metaverse I'm trying to think of ways I can like use these things in my life mm-hmm. um, and one way that I did use it which was cool was um, I found a armchair <laughs> that I really like the look of in a shop um, and it was really expensive so I I Google lensed it to find armchairs that looked a bit like it in other shops that were cheaper
2: oh nice okay did, did you
0: like buy that. the chair in the end? no right but I really really <laughs>
1: enjoyed looking
2: yeah that's good yeah, and that saves all the research of then thinking, oh, okay, I've got to get a serum mm. or whatever and then research. Exactly. It and you can literally do it there and then. Mm.
0: Yeah, so I guess from a usability sort of sense, it's just making things easier for people, which yeah. is always a good thing.
2: Definitely, yeah.
0: Um, I have something that wasn't pre-prepared, but it is a question that I wanted to ask. <laughs> well, um, that This this week, there's been a lot of talk about AI and um, specifically around AI sort of written text. Yes. So like text, mm that's been written in copy, that's been written, sorry, the uh, losing our jobs to machines sort of made me think of it. Because there's an article uh, that Thomas published on our blog mm-hmm. uh, about this. We'll put the link in the description below. Um, but full transparency was written by an AI writing yes. blog yes. thing. Yeah. Um, Just incredible. Like, yeah. literally, like, I mm. could read it and say, oh, this is definitely written by a person. Yeah. And
1: I think... Well, so let's just not discredit Thomas too much here. Um I his, didn't I didn't <laughs> say view, that it was written by know, by Thomas it. just but, to make that clear. I, his his view was that it's really exciting to use this kind of tool to um write the kind of base of your article, but he did say he like a human edit is definitely required before it goes live. Yeah. But <clears throat> where like for our clients, we would write write copy like do multiple drafts of it get it checked get someone to fact check it all that kind of thing Mm. it feels like lots of those steps are going to be cut out by this yeah
2: which could potentially save you know time efficiency Mm -hmm. um but and potentially as well if it's a really niche topic or something that's really difficult i don't know that you might not understand if it's super scientific or something you can sort of get a base understanding of it and then like you say go back check the facts but it saves a lot of time your end and kind of like writing it, researching it and things like that and making sure that it's a really top quality article. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's yeah, I think... How quickly it can...
0: But, and again, this is kind of like early days. If it's this good straight away, yeah. then like in a year, two years, the more that people use it, the more re- refined it yeah. becomes. Yeah.
1: I mean, this kind of thing has been around for a while. It just appears like it's becoming more popular now. So Thomas is looking at OpenAI as his... Um, kind of um experimental tool um but jasper ai has been around for ages Mm -hmm. um in terms of writing content um and you just put in like a blurb of what you want and then it spits out some paragraphs um but i would say a couple of years ago when i first looked at jasper it would give you stuff that requires a heavy edit (laughs) whereas now these tools are giving you stuff that literally needs kind of a light skim free change a few things yeah yeah Yeah.
0: but i think for, for me, the sort of scary thing is there's the copywriting side of it and then you can do images where you don't even need to get sort of someone that can actually draw. You just yeah. like plug in what you're looking for and Have it fires Have you seen what up.
1: it does for the people? Like it's it's, re- it's really good if you want like a scene or a product yeah. or something like that. But as soon as you put people into it, it puts their eyes in weird places and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like a little bit disconcerting. I just don't know why it can't. No. It's really weird that it's really good at everything else, <laughs> but it just cannot... Like recreate a human Mm. face properly.
0: Again, give it time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the the key sort of point there is yet. But then also, there's the video side of things where you can even do it with videos where you can can start
1: talking about deep fakes if you want. Well, yeah, it's
0: (laughs) but yeah, there's there's just so much going on with machine learning, and it's just kind of like, yeah, it's just gonna these things are only going to improve. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. If you if you want experts, you can always come to Optics Solutions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll use machine learning tools we, to get you what you want. Okay, cool. Seems, seems like a good place to, yeah. <laughs> to stop.
1: Um, okay, cool. So um, this is the penultimate episode today for the year. So next week will be the last one before Christmas. We'll take a little break. And then January will be the next season. We'll come back. Um, so... Yeah, well next week we'll do the thanks for listening, everyone, it's been such a fun yeah, etc.
0: Don't don't give that away, <laughs> Becky. <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm giving
1: everyone a little teaser. They'll get excited about it, Jack. <laughs> okay, well, um, thanks team. Have a lovely yeah. week. Yeah, you too. Um and listeners, we will speak to you next week.
0: See you next time. Thank you. Bye.